This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. This episode comes from our YouTube teaching archives. Today we're talking all about what we're calling the perfect life trap. Are you stuck in it? A lot of people come to us because they believe they're missing something from their life or they're striving for something, a perfection, a perfect life, or they're just simply asking why them that, you know, I see people are all around me. They've got what I want. Why not me? It's not fair. fair. I deserve it. So if you recognize any of those (laughs) concepts or beliefs, then this video is definitely going to be for you. So stay tuned because we're going to go through three key life lessons and spiritual teachings on this topic. So you want to stay right to the end of the video. So David, to begin with, I believe I've got something missing in my life. It's like I've got a hole. I'll, if I, if I, if I just get the perfect relationship or the perfect family setup or a better career or the home of my dreams, then I know I'm going to be happier. It will be perfect then, won't it? Yes, it'd be wonderful for you. <laughs> so, yes, thanks, Alex. This is the type of thing that I talk with, as with my clients about. And this, for a lot of people, can be a very deep-seated belief. So remember the golden thread. You always have to go down and find the belief. The spiritual teaching is what we talk about, CCJ, comparing, criticizing, and being judgmental. So when people talk about oh, I think I've got a hole inside of me. If you think about it, they know they haven't got a hole, of course. So what they're describing is a feeling. So remember the basics, separate the feelings from the thought. So this is the first thing. So identify this as a feeling and then go down and consider why you are creating that feeling. You are the creator of your feelings. Don't forget, no one else creates a feeling in your body. That's your responsibility. No one else's. So separate the feeling from the thought and the belief. Go down, find the core belief. So the core belief is, wouldn't my life be better if this, that, this and the other happened, if I was like Joe Bloggs, if I was like this, if I had passed my exam, if if I we, we'd have got the house we wanted, if I'd have got the job I wanted, mm. just something I did last as last week, if only I'd have got that job, I, I my life would have been so much better. So pause, drop your shoulders. Is that true? Would it have been better? How do you know? Could have been worse. You could have got that job and hated the job. I hated every moment of it. So this identifies, it gives you the characteristic of what I call your human-centered mind, H-C-M. Your human-centered mind is always striving, always wanting to go forward, always has this utopian, this perfect world. I call it the Disney world. You know the Disney world where everyone's happy, everyone likes it, so they're Bunny rabbits jump around the field. Roses grow around your door. There's no confliction. There's no confrontation. Everybody basically does what you think is right. And this is not the real world. But uh, society and 
the world we live in encourages us to strive to better ourselves to yeah. have more to be more are you saying forget all that no no i'm saying identify what they're doing we we live in in the west particularly in a in a, con- a communistic uh, for cons- consumerism sorry and they want you they're telling you you need this car you need this house you need this job you need more money and it's money. like a treadmill isn't it Be- it's like a treadmill. because i i mean i know so many people think, okay, uh, if I just get this, then it'll be okay. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll be content. Then I'll be satisfied. So you work hard, you strive, you strive, you strive. You put a lot of pressure on yourself. You put, it's almost like you're putting things on hold. Then you get there and, but you don't get that sense of contentment. You don't get that sense of ease and relaxation. And do you know You just why? want the next Because thing. you've already raised the bar. It's like and you want the full what, set. Exactly. It's but, like you want, you want all the boxes ticked. But, but you'll never get it because as you reach your, 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 your projection of when you're going to be happy, you start to realize you're not going to be happy. So you think, well, let me raise the bar even higher. Let me bring my standards up. If I only had this amount of money, yeah. if I only have, if I lived in a different part of the, co- the country, if my family was better, if this, if that. And what you're doing and the spiritual lesson here, and this is why it is a spiritual lesson. You're looking externally. Mm-hmm. to be fulfilled. You're looking for external things, in this particular instance, for material things yeah. to make you feel whole. And you're already whole. Yeah. You are awesome. Yeah. Why don't you just mm-hmm. take and think about that simple thing I say in every video? If you could see in you what I can see in you, you are absolutely awesome. Never, ever, ever doubt yourself. That doesn't mean you're perfect. Because no one's perfect. And what is perfect? So here's a translation of a Taoist saying. Perfection is a perception. Mm-hmm. Perfection is a perception. It's what you perceive. And that perception keeps changing. Whatever happens, think about all through your life. Oh, if only I passed my exams. Oh, if only I went to another school. Oh, only if I got this job. Oh, only if I got married. Oh, well, only if like, I had children. It's, this, it's like all the, the treadmill. Time. Absolutely. It's like, so how do we step <clears throat> off that treadmill then? Well, you have to do it. Here comes the Taoist teaching, the Wu Wei teaching. You can't change what you don't understand. So first of all, you have to understand it. So here's another Taoist teaching. Find it, own it, change it. And then you have to own it. Is so this find, is what I'm really doing? Fi- so you're, fi- you're finding the... <clears throat> core belief. The core belief, which is, uh, until I get the perfect life or the perfect career or the perfect house or the perfect <clears throat> relationship. Until I get that, I can't be happy. I that's can't right. be loved. I can't be respected. Exactly. So that's the core belief That's the core belief. Now, people will say, oh, I know that's, that doesn't sound right, David, but it means you've still got yeah. the core belief. You haven't owned it. So what you're always doing is looking externally yeah. for something else that's going to make you happy. And the spiritual lesson is that you have to make yourself happy. No one else. Mm. It's no one else's responsibility. It is your responsibility to make yourself happy. And if you're looking outside, and this is what a spiritual lesson is. So can I just speak on what a spiritual lesson is? Because somebody asked me this. What do you mean by a spiritual lesson? So a spiritual lesson is when your current belief system hits reality. 
and your current belief system hits reality and it doesn't work. And then you produce red lights. Mm. So you've got, if you've got a belief system that my life will be perfect when I reach this, when I do this, when I do that, yeah. your belief system is faulty. I'm sorry, mm. it's not going to work. And that, and that belief in whatever kind of shape or form or color that it is personal to you, that is what creates the discontentment, dis-ease in your life. Because, because what you're trying to do is to shoehorn your belief into reality. It doesn't work. And then you come up with this wonderful scheme. Well, let me change reality. Mm-hmm. If everything was the way that I thought it would be, wouldn't that be better? Mm-hmm. I call it, this is my word, <laughs> compassionate dictator. You become a compassionate dictator. Now, if everybody just did what I would like them to do, of course, this would be the best for them Mm -hmm. as well, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. And it would be the best for me. Well, this is the second thing I was going to come on to. Uh, You know, never mind the material stuff. Okay, so we've talked about the material stuff. I understand the concept of materialism. So, yeah, I I don't believe in that. However, David... (laughs) That's another word for but. <laughs> Life would be so much better, more peaceful, more just, more <clears throat> easy if everyone just did what I thought was right because I know my beliefs are authentic. So why, you know, there's so much injustice in the world, so much unfairness. Why doesn't, why don't people just follow what I, I think is right? I, I have and this. then it would be perfect. <laughs> I have this every day. I have this every day. But isn't this a Disney world? Isn't this utopian? As one of my clients, who I, I love this quote so much, I quote it as all, as all the time. He said, I don't want anything bad for, uh, for anyone. I, I want their, everybody to be happy because when they're happy, they're not going to bother, bother me. And he said, I'll be kind of just hierarchically superior. And then he said, but of course, I wouldn't lord it over anybody. I just love that quote. So as long as you know I'm superior, I'm not going to lord it as over you, but you have to do what I think is right because I know best. Mm -hmm. But that's not reality. And that's where your belief system hits reality Mm -hmm. and then you create the red light, stress, anxiety, depression, whatever you want to call it. That's why I call it a red red light because your current belief system is not fit for purpose. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work. And you can try your hardest to change the universe and externally and other people it won't work. But, but David, I can't, you know, if people don't treat me fairly, if, if people don't do what I think is the right thing to do, if, if there are injustices, are you just saying I have to lie back and accept that? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, I'm saying the opposite is you firm up on your belief system, but try and understand your belief system is not everybody else's belief system. So this is why I always teaching is there's a big difference in confronting to confrontation. So if you hit somebody who has a different belief system, even if it's me, you write in and you say, I disagree with what you've just said, David, and let me give my case. Mm -hmm. Let me give you my reasoning and my evidence. And then you give me your reasoning and your evidence. What I'm saying is there is not one size fits all in belief system. Every person has a different belief system. First job, internally, 
straighten out your own belief system. Get your belief system clear and make sure it will stand up to rigor. Make sure if somebody questions it, you can come back with, I believe this because. Now, when you hit other people's, if they're close to you and they're meaningful for you, then challenge them. Ask them why they have that belief system. Try and find out their reasoning and their beliefs, the evidence why they hold that belief system. uh, But what about if it's just like stuff happening in the world that I fundamentally disagree with? which upsets upsets me upsets my world and I, I i feel like a sense of unrest and i you know i can't be satisfied when i know all these bad things are happening and i you know i can't talk to that person it's just something else going on that's what a, do i do then that's a great point so you focus back onto yourself you get clear on your belief system you have to accept that we do that's not live, yeah. yeah, we do not live in a perfect world that's going to follow your criteria. Mm-hmm. But what you can do, you can make a difference. So why don't you follow your belief system and allow those ripples to spread out through your environment, through the universe? How you change the world is to change you. Yeah. Here's a great Dower saying. How do you change the world? You change yourself. You firm in what you believe and you have to accept, unfortunately, not everyone in the world is going to adhere and follow what you believe is to be right and mm-hmm. correct because they all got, remember what I said earlier, they all have a different perception. Mm-hmm. So their perception is totally different to yours. So be clear on your perception and more importantly, the Wu Wei model is Get the evidence, get the reasoning why you believe that and make sure you do believe it. Make sure it's right for you. And then make sure that you're not hypocritical. And here's the point, isn't it? We're very good at telling other people what they should be doing. How about making sure that we're doing it? And that's where it starts. It starts with you. And I guess that comes down to when you find yourself being upset because people are not behaving how you want them to behave um, and and you're kind of judgmental and critical on them. And actually, you know, this thing of what annoys you about the other person is tends to be what you do yourself, but you're not kind of owning up to it. So exactly. You, you can see yourself in other people, you know, and, and, and you haven't taken full responsibility for yourself. And that's the problem with comparing. You see that CCJ. The problem is comparing is to make sure that you're honest and truthful and living your truth with integrity. Mm-hmm. Make sure what you say. So it's very easy to judge and compare other people, but you're living from your standards. And here's a question I often ask, ask to my clients. Can you, can you live up to your own standards? Yeah. Consistently. Consistently. Because it's very easy to jump on someone's mistake or a mistake as a one-off and say, that's it. In my eyes, they're they're dead to me, you know. Yeah, I'm going to cut them out now. But actually, we all make mistakes. They failed, they failed a test. I've set them a test and they didn't, they they didn't love me enough or they didn't love me unconditionally. So it's a human-centered mind setting these tests, creating these hurdles. So in a way, the, (laughs) 
the human-centered mind creates the hurdles of, like we say, the, the hamster wheel or the ladder of, I've got to have a house, I've got to have a good relationship, I've got to have a, a stable family, I've got to have a great career. The, it's the human-centered mind that sets that tick sheet. It's the human-centered mind that sets the tick sheet of standards of, if they behaved like this, it, it would be okay. Or if this happened like this, it would be okay. Or the fact that I was treated like this once, that everything's now ruined. It can never be perfect. You know, it, this Absolutely. is the, this is the human centered mind, the ego talking really, isn't it? It is because the human centered mind, or if you prefer the ego, but I prefer the human centered mind is not your enemy. It's not trying to screw up your life or make it hard for you. It's doing the opposite, really. It's trying to protect you both physically and emotionally. Mm -hmm. The human centered mind believes that there is this utopian state mm -hmm. where everybody's happy. They all walk around like Truman's world. Remember that, that, that movie where everybody walks around and everybody's got a, a mm -hmm. smile on their face and we all have the same belief system. Doesn't matter where we are in, as in, as in the world and we all stick to it rigidly. Mm -hmm. The only problem is you can't live to that belief system yeah. because we're human and perfection doesn't exist. Perfection is a perception. My perfection is not your perfection and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So what can we do? All we can do is to be consistent, as start, Alex says. Start Try our best. Yeah. Start with yourself. Listen to yourself. Get yourself sorted out so you live your truth. My terminology is walk the walk. Don't talk the talk. Walk the walk. What you say, make sure you're doing it first before you look at anyone else. So focus on living your life. And a lot of my clients say, oh, that's selfish, David. Then what is judging other people? Yeah. <laughs> that's too selfish. Look after yourself and live to your standards. And you'll find, you'll find very quickly that you don't even reach your own standards. You keep hiring your bar. When you get close to your standard, you'll just hire it. And you'll think, one of my clients says something wonderful. She, she identified this and she said, I, I see what you're saying. It, it's like a light, but I do this purposely, David. And I said, how so? She said, well, it's self-development. I said, well, what do, you, what do you mean? He said, well, I'm lazy, really. And if I don't keep setting the bar higher, mm -hmm. I'll be lazy and I'll never do anything. How, but on that, David, how do we know the difference between wanting more, wanting to better ourselves authentically? Because I believe we are here to learn, to grow, to thrive and transform. How, how do we get the balance right? How do we find the wu-wei between being on that trajectory of personal growth, authentic personal growth, but not letting the human-centered mind step in and, and make it like a constantly striving, wanting more, wanting more, wanting to improve more, not being satisfied with yourself or your life? How do we find the balance? Okay, so this comes back to um, something we've spoke about several times. The Chinese call it yi, Y-I, intention. You clear your intention. Your intention is not governed by what other people are doing, what you and how you want to live your life. And that could be anything, you know, what, whatever you want to be. It doesn't have to be living in a big house, driving a big car, because once you're doing that, you've got to ask yourself, 
Why do I want this bigger car?、Yeah. Why do I want to live in this? Says, what will that do for me? Exactly, exactly,、prestige. exactly. So the you, your intention、mm-hmm. is your potential. What are you here for? What is the most important、mm-hmm. thing for you? I can remember a Taoist, a Taoist monk once said, and it wasn't me that asked the question. It was somebody else's in the audience. They asked, they asked him this question. And they said, "Master, what's the most important thing in your life?" And he thought for a moment, and he said, "Imagine, imagine you're on your deathbed and you've got 15 seconds to live. What do you think about?" And that's the most important thing here in your life. Now, will you be thinking about your car,、mm-hmm. your house, how much money you've got、mm-hmm. in the bank? What will you be thinking about in those last fifteen seconds? And so you see that when you start to compare yourself and criticize yourself,、mm-hmm. your human-centered mind has taken over, and you've moved away from really what's truthful to you,、mm-hmm. living your truth, living with a clarity, living with integrity, saying what you mean and backing it up、mm-hmm. by why you get there,、mm-hmm. living with that clarity of honesty. And this is what I mean by share. Or spirituality, living that truthfully, and if somebody disagrees with you, hey, they might have a point. Listen to what they've got to say. They might give you an insight. Listen、mm-hmm. and back it up with your reasoning and your evidence.、Mm. And I think that that question is very powerful. You know, this I guess this deathbed question about what what's important, and I believe that it's like. We have what what we need, the perfect life in the here and now, you know, and that's a fact. It's not the perfect life is not to be found in the future. Of course, we go through tough times and challenges and ups and downs. We should go. Through we should do.、Time. That's part of the the, the journey. But、um, the golden years <laughs> are not found it's now. It's now. in retirement or when the kids grow up and leave home and you've got more free time or when you've got an extra ex. Thousands of pounds or dollars sitting in the bank. The, the golden years, the, the perfect life, contentment, satisfaction is is now. It can be found now, or it is now. If only your perception, if only you kind of tamp, tampered down the human centered mind and well, allowed the Shen to kind of tell you that. Really, that's well explained, Alex. Because the human centered mind will never be satisfied. It will always be looking for some、uh, for something else, and and it just reminded me about two months ago. I was sitting with a gentleman who was, I think, early forties, and he came to me because he was worried that his pension pot is not going to be big enough when he was sixty five. That's nearly twenty five years ahead of him.、Mm. How do you know you're even going to be alive?、Mm. Now I'm not saying you don't plan for your future, of course. But to sit and worry what's going to happen twenty five、yeah. years ahead is that balanced? Is that looking after your potential?、Mm-hmm. As Alex says, is that living in this golden moment? All we have is the now. All we have is right now. People laugh when I look in the camera like this and say, "You are awesome." I absolutely believe with you. When I say that to you now, what does that feel like? Do you go, "Oh yeah, that's not me," or he's、mm-hmm. just talking rubbish, or it's going all over or my head? Maybe in five years' maybe, time, when I've got、oh, X, Y, and yeah, Z, and sorted、oh, well, my yeah, life out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm having trouble with work, and I've fallen out with my friend. I'm not awesome now. You are awesome. Those difficulties that Alex just mentioned. 
we will always have that. You can't stop that happening. This is when I talk about looking externally. Mm. A lot of people think that if they could look ahead and sort out all the problems and they wouldn't have any problems. You're spiraling now. Mm. You're contaminating this moment, worrying about what's going to happen in this gentleman's case. 25 years ahead, Mm. he's worrying about that. It's contaminating his life, his family, his children, his health. He he was telling me he lies awake at night doing sums. He's got a spreadsheet out. He's contaminating now. Mm. And find the wu-wei balance. Mm. And he, and he said to me, well, you mean I should forget about my pension? Yeah. I'm saying, Who But that's said going that? to the other extreme. Exactly. And that's the human-centered mind taking you to the other extreme. You know, it's like the human-centered mind saying, you must have this, you must have that. You, you know, you need the full set. <laughs> you need a full house of expectations about what what you want. And then when you say, yeah, but actually that's not reality or this is not necessary for having a perfect life, being contented, being happy. And then the human centre mind just takes that and runs with it and goes to the opposite extreme. And it says, yeah, well, you know, I'm just going to, you're telling me I've just got to give everything up then. I've just got to go and live on the streets, live on top of a mountain and forget consumerist society or forget what everyone says to me. But that's not the case. No, it's well explained. And, and, and that's what Wu Wei is. If you can think about those two extremes, as Alex has just explained, it's like we call it the emotional pendulum in our model. So it's either one extreme or the other extreme. Wu Wei is finding the center. And you can do this for yourself. When you have an extreme thought, do two lines, make three columns. Put one extreme thought on one side. So we're talking about perfect today. So this is where I normally get a client to do, to do this when they come to me and they say, they normally come with something like, I can't cope. That's one of the three lies. Remember the three lies? I'm not good enough. I can't cope. I'm unlovable. They normally say, I can't cope. So put that in one column. So do two two lines, three columns. Put I can't cope in one column. And then do the extreme opposite. And the extreme opposite is, I want everything perfect. There's your two extremes. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not careful, and the human-centered mind will love to swing between those Mm -hmm. two things, never satisfied, never being able to cope, Mm -hmm. always wanting to give up, always blaming yourself, blaming Mm -hmm. other other people. Once you've got those two extremes, and then find the wu-wei, find your center line. You've got your two extremes, find the center line. Mm -hmm. And this is why this is a spiritual teaching. This is for your shen. This is for your authentic self. This is for your truth. Mm-hmm. You are already awesome. I can't make you awesome. No one can take that away from you. Look at your body. Look mm-hmm. at your life. However you got here. I love that American uh, mathematician that says, you know, the odds of you being born 400 trillion to one that you were even born, let alone watching this video. What's the odds on that? You are amazing. Why don't you just accept who you are? Use this power. I think it's like you've got a Ferrari. You've got a Ferrari and you're driving it around in reverse gear. Use the full gearbox and be everything that you want to be authentically, Mm -hmm. not by Mm -hmm. comparing yourself with other people or not waiting. Oh, I can't wait till I retire. I can't wait till the children leave home. I can't wait till I leave this job. I can't wait till this. I can't wait till that. You've got now. Live in the now. This is the most important thing. But 
I've listened to everything you've said, David, and it does make sense. I can see how it makes sense. However, <laughs> however, it's just however, <laughs> however, <sighs> I've worked so hard. I've had such a hard life. I've, I feel like the universe owes me something now. Um, I, it's kind of, I believe I'm entitled to like a good run, a better life, a, a, a better future because I've had to put up with so much in the past. You, you know, you just wouldn't believe it. It's just not fair. It's just not fair. What you've said applies to everyone else, but not to me because you just don't understand how I've, I've had to struggle in my life. Crikey. I've heard that so many times. Have you ever said that to yourself? It's not fair. It's unjust. If only that hadn't have happened to me in the past. Like the cosmic score sheet. Exactly. I, I've, it's like, I've had it's, lots of bad scores in life and I'm like, and the, the universe owes me now. I, I love that, Alex. I've never heard that before. It's like the cosmos has got a, a, a big ledger mm. and he goes, okay, one bad thing, I've got to even that up. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't work like that. That is not reality. Mm. I'm sorry. If you want that to be reality, that is your human-centered mind. If you think the universe is some kind of a scale, that when mm. you have a bad thing happen, and then it's somebody else's job to make it right, who makes it right for you? Mm. Only you. You are the only one. Everything has been sent to you. This is why I call it a spiritual lesson. You have to learn the lesson. Remember, a spiritual lesson is when your current belief system is not aligned to the universal flow of energy. You've got to learn that lesson and change that lesson. Now, if you're believing that you're owed or you're entitled mm -hmm. or your life isn't fair, then you're waiting again externally for someone else to put it yeah, right. And that's so, not the way. Well, I even had a client who said that, and it sounds like she was treated tremendously unfairly um, uh, as a youngster. And I said to her, just imagine a, a, a lightning struck this person and they changed their mind. They the, changed, what, the person yeah, who abused, who treated, yes, who, abused who, who that, treated client, her yeah. unfairly. Yeah. Just imagine a lightning came from the sky and hit this person. It changed their mind and they, they realized in a flash the wrong that they'd done you. Mm -hmm. I'd been wronged. Mm -hmm. And just say that they realized and then they came to you on their bended knees and they kissed your feet and they said, Oh, please, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm so sorry for all the wrong I've done for you. What changes? What changes in your, in your life? How do you change? She said, well, I'd be better. I said, how would you be better? She said, well, I'd feel better. I said, why would you feel better? And she said, well, because, um, then they'll know. They'll know, won't they? So what does that change in you in your life? Mm -hmm. All you're doing is saying, I will now change my belief. Mm -hmm. I will now think something different. Why don't you do that now? Yeah. Just think something different. <laughs> if you it's have the belief. ability to release the the I guess the expectation or you have the ability. It's almost like your the human centered mind you have the ability. exactly is setting up the equation. When this happens in my life. So when X equals Y, then I will feel better. Exactly. So whether it's when that person 
tells me they did wrong to me, I will feel better. Yeah. Or when I change careers and get that job of my dreams, then I will be fulfilled. Or when I finally reach some sort of enlightenment, which is going to come from external sources, then everything's going to be okay. It's the human-centered mind that's setting up these right. equations. And that, that's a great way to, to describe it, Alex. And why don't you just change the equation around mm. and say, I'll feel better regardless of what yeah. they do. I, I, I will, will take responsibility like, yeah. for me yeah. to feel better yeah, yeah. regardless of what yeah. other people do say, how they live their lives, yeah. what they've done to me in the past 20, 30, 40 years ago has no effect on you unless you want it to have mm -hmm. an effect. Mm -hmm. This is a choice that you're making. Now, I'm not saying, please get this right, I'm not saying they didn't do wrong. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. I'm saying how it affects you right now is your mm -hmm. choice. Mm -hmm. If it happened 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, the only effect it has on you now is being created by yeah. you. That equation that Alex has just showed you, if A or B or C <laughs> equals happiness, <laughs> yeah. then turn it around and say, I already happiness have ha is here. happiness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Regardless of what the occasion, uh, because I am yeah, responsible yeah. Yeah. for happiness. Don't wait. You are entitled to be happy now. and you are the creator of your happiness. You are the creator of your happiness. So own that. So Alex being devil's advocate there <laughs> and she's used two words I want you to be careful of. But, but when you say but, Oh, I, I understand what you're saying. Or even if you're thinking it now, oh, what you're saying, David, is oh, I can go along with that. But, mm -hmm. but in the middle of a sentence means forget what I've just said. Mm -hmm. It means you haven't accepted mm -hmm. it. Then write down and think about and meditate on why you haven't accepted it. The second word is a little trick that people use. However, however is just a but. Mm -hmm. So, when you're listening to these type of teachings, if you do not accept what I'm saying, if you think I've got it wrong, then form your case and write in. Mm -hmm. Say, mm -hmm. David, I disagree with that bit. I think my life has seriously been affected by what happened to me 30 years ago, and I can't change it. I disagree with you. You can change it right now, today. As you're listening to this, you can change it. Okay, brilliant. Thank you, David. Well, I hope that's given you plenty of food for thought uh, and help you to avoid this idea of the, per the perfection trap because really life is now. Life is perfect now. We yeah. do have ups and downs. We should have ups and downs. But it's our choice now as adults to, as you said, find, own and change those core beliefs which are not serving you well, that are keeping you in the perfection trap, keeping you in the treadmill, keeping you wanting, striving, expecting. And so now is the time to step off can and I just step say, out. Can I just say one thing on that? Those core beliefs that Alex just, 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 just mentioned, that you have to find mm. the golden thread to find, mm. they're really core beliefs. Make sure they are your core beliefs and not something you've inherited of someone else, you know, family members, mm -hmm. parents, uh, siblings. Make sure they are your beliefs and you actually believe them. So remember, when you find a core belief, then make sure you've got the evidence and the reasoning to back it up. So when you stress test it, when I ask you the golden thread, why? Why do you believe that? Why do you believe something? You tell me. Because... 
I believe this, David, because, and then give me the reasoning, and that really will help you in your meditations. And I would think about doing that five or ten minutes a day, just with a cup of tea, just have a piece of paper and write down what your core beliefs are. And a lot of these beliefs are coming from childhood. So this uh, questioning, gentle, compassionate, self-discipline questioning, and the meditation you're talking about, that's kind of inner child work as well, isn't it? Get it back, because it's the inner child that can be holding on to these ideas of what perfection is, what life should be like, how people should be, what should happen now. So it's about encouraging, questioning, encouraging the inner child to release those long-held beliefs. I know we're not going to do the inner child. We're going to do a series as on the inner child. But this is why I just wanted to mention that before we, we, we finish. Because a lot of these, when you start to really examine your beliefs, you'll find them like a childlike mm. belief. Right and well, wrong, Disneyland. good and bad, Disney World, yeah. wouldn't it be nice? Bunnies hopping around Absolutely. the field, everyone and behaving nicely. And so it's very important. You know, your child or your mind is not against you. It's got a fixed sense of how and how many times, if you've got children, how many times have you heard your child look at you and go, but it's not fair. They have, a child has a very distinct idea of fairness, right and wrong, black and white. And so make sure that you got the Wu Wei. I've given you a little exercise, those three columns. Remember, one extreme, one side, the other extreme, the other side, and then find the Wu Wei and meditate on that and think about the Wu Wei to combat this not fair. It's very strong. Unfairness, injustice is a very strong for the mind. It's almost like it feeds the mind. It loves to see things in black and white, how people should be, how you should be, what you should, what you should be doing at your age. Look at somebody else at your age. They've got more children than you. They're higher up. They're earning more money than you. Got a bigger car. Do not go into that comparing because that's the human centered mind. It loves doing these tricks and illusions. Don't fall for it. I'll leave you with one thing. Remember, you control your mind. Your mind does not control you. So take control of your mind. Your mind is not your enemy. You don't have to beat yourself up. You listen to it and question it. Compassionate self-discipline is the way forward. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuweiwisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy, and in your flow.